Hello, I'm Dr. Eileen Hale, the COO of TTELT, a project of educators worldwide. And this month, we're going to be talking about everyone's favorite topic, assessments. Yes, we have a special guest with us tonight, uh, Renuka Karunatne. She's joining us from Florida to talk to us about assessments. We, her topic today is called Beyond Exit Slips. Welcome, Renuka. So glad to have you with us today. Hello. I'm, I'm very happy to be here today. Thank you Thank for having you. me. Renuka is originally from Sri Lanka, but she studied and is now working at the University of South Florida, as well as working as a virtual fellow in the Ukraine. So we're thrilled to have you join us and tell us about the different types of assessments you use at the beginning, during, and end of your classes. So please tell us how did you get so involved in assessments to begin with and why are they so important? Yeah, I think as teachers, we all know teaching and assessments go hand in hand. So we can teach weeks and months, however, without assessment or evaluation, we are unable to find whether our attempt was successful or not. So I believe every teacher when planning for the lesson at the same time, he or she needs to have assessments uh, ready to check students' understanding. So teachers can easily, I think, include some kind of formative assessment to their lesson plan. So it will be real helpful. Uh, they can uh, assist them during beginning, beginning of the lesson, and during the lessons and end of the lesson, not only that we wait until the last minute for the end of the session. So it is not like exactly. something that, yeah, it is something like that uh, exit slip that we used to do. Uh, but I think we have to, we can do more than exit slips uh, for, for me to assist. Me. Yes, I totally agree. So could you share some of the ones you use to start with the beginning of classes? Uh, the beginning of the class that I think the very best thing that you can do is uh, to recapitulate or review the previous lesson. Most of the time students don't remember that when they come to the class, what they did the previous day. Um, so what I usually do is in my in-person class, I ask, I let them to come to the whiteboard and I put some questions uh, on the board. Uh, at the very beginning of the class, I already put some questions up on the board. Uh, based on the preview for the previous lesson. Um, and I divide my whiteboard to three columns so students can come and write uh, the questions for my answers for my questions. Um, for example, if I do like a grammar lesson previous day, so I ask them to write a present perfect tense, write a, write a sentence, write a question, write the negative form. So students can, can uh, spend some time and uh, write sentences. It is kind of, um, I mean, like dual purpose. So one is like they can uh, review the previous lesson and also uh, we, we can review as a whole class and we can learn the mistakes from that. They did grammar mistakes, the spelling mistakes or those kind of things that the students can visually learn from each other. So, um, I think uh, it is called, normally we call bell work. So bell work is like very uh, beginning of the lesson before you start anything for the day, or so just review the previous day lesson. It is a good way of assessing students' um, understanding of your of the materials that you 
taught previously. Great, super. Yes, I appreciate that. And the others that you do at the beginning of class? Yeah, this is the beginning of the class, always that you do at the beginning of the class. Any others, or do you want to talk about during class now assessments? Yeah, the I think the uh, during class we can do many things. The first thing that uh, I have something called uh, stop, slow, and go uh, strips like uh, green, uh, blue, and I'm sorry, green, red, and uh, yellow, like color lights. So um, that is, I always give my, uh, especially my uh, ESOL classes, I give them those strips uh, put together. Um, so they can show during in the during the class session that I ask them, uh, show me your colors so they can show their colors. So I tell that if you don't understand anything, you have to say the red color. Uh, if it is like need to slow down, you can show the yellow color. So if I'm doing good, they can show me the green color. So, I mean, I, I tell them that you don't have to be embarrassed or anything like that. So you need to learn. So you need to show me a color, be honest and show the color at the, uh, when, I, when I ask them during a meaningful uh, chunk, I ask them to show your color so they can show their color. Uh, That's a good and, idea. Uh, so you actually have strips, every class you give them those strips? Yes, it is like I made those, those slips like three colors. So yeah, um, stop lights, yellow, red, and green. Yeah, very good. Way to like quickly flash the cards up so they can see them and see the colors, and you can quickly assess if they're having difficulties with a grammar point or something like that. Without yeah. yes, yes, it is well. It is it worked really well because they. Um, I mean, I don't have to uh, proceed further if they don't understand. I can. Uh, clarify all the doubts they have. So it yeah. will be really helpful. Uh, the another one that I can do like uh, while I'm teaching, um, like uh, I can stop again at a meaningful uh, point and then ask them to uh, turn and talk with the shoulder partner. Mm -hmm. um, and then I can observe, I can just rotate and uh, um, listen what they're talking. So just like they can just talk what they learn. So what are the main points that teacher discussed today? Um, that is another thing that I do during the class. It is called turn and talk. So it, you can give like a couple of minutes, not much time, uh, maybe two to three minutes. So they can uh, come up with some questions if they have. So they can ask from the friend. Um, then they both don't understand one thing. So they can uh, ask after the discussion. Great. Any others during class that you'd like to use? Um, so we can use many other things for different subjects, like for the reading, um, for the reading um, comprehension uh, paragraphs. We can I can ask them to do the predictions before they go to uh, reading. So I teach. I only um, talk with them that uh, titles, subtitles graphs and charts and the images that you see in the article is uh, helpful to predict. So uh, during the reading uh, comprehension paragraphs or articles, so they can look at those um, different um, uh, spe specific titles, subtitles, 
and predict. So they giving the predictions for the reading before they start reading. Okay, yeah, that's always very helpful. Anything else before you jump into the final end of class? <laughs> Any other ones during class you wanted to share? Yeah, I think another one is uh, again that uh, um, it is actually I'm not doing uh, in the during the class. It is kind of like end of the uh, class. I ask uh, students to come to the uh, like uh, students to uh, write three things they uh, learned and two things they uh, still not get completely and the one thing that they are not really understand that is actually for the towards the end of the session but not very end but like towards the end of the uh, class okay super and how do you usually end your classes how do you do the final assessments at the end of each class yeah end of the class that uh, again this uh, i ask students to uh, do like a one minute summary maybe i give them put the timer and give them one minute and ask them to write summarize what they learned um, on the during that day uh, and the, as i told you the previous one uh, doing uh, three to one it is uh, three things they learned two things they still have questions and the one thing that they didn't understand and uh, there is kind of a little bit of uh, uh, exit slip but it is not exactly this exit slip yeah a little more focused and more directed yeah do you find that they do that every time you've got them used to doing that routine yeah it is a routine like this is the thing that you need to start all things like from day one mm -hmm. it is it should be constant if you don't do it like one day they just give up so you have to be very constant and do it continuously and start from the day one and you need to tell them these are the expectations and and they know that it is the beginning of the class there's a bell work and in the during the class they have those kind of uh, turn and talk um, and right. then uh, they always they show their colors all these things that need to get you used to and they need to do it every day otherwise they won't do it i i tried it um, if, if I miss one or two days, then they don't do it. It is, it should be very constant and continuous evaluation. Yeah, like anything in life, we have to continually repeat it to have it become routine, yeah? Yeah, it's like a routine, yeah. Any final ones you wanted to share that we might have not had a chance to share or final tips you have for our listeners? Yeah, I mean, this formative assessment you can use for any age group, any level. There's no specific level or specific uh, age group because it is teaching and assessment. As I told you at the beginning, it goes hand in hand. So you can use it throughout the unit. You can use it at the beginning. You can use during and end of the lesson. Um, another good tip that I want to uh, discuss that uh, um, if you prepare your lesson, you can include the, the lesson plan during the uh, um, times that at the beginning, you can write the bill work, and then the during, you can write or turn and talk. And uh, at the end, you have to, uh, you can put the specific formative assessment. So you remember, then if you follow the lesson plan, you already have the uh, um, specific formative yeah. assessments in the lesson plan. Um, another thing that um, 
it is very helpful that you will see that uh, how students um, engage with the uh, activity that you do the day. Uh, do not wait until end of the lesson to assess your students because you to check understanding. It helps you to check understanding of student learning. It helps to make decisions about current and future instruction. And it helps to discover the rate at which students are learning. So to learn the current knowledge for students, and it is always helpful that you can uh, gauge how, how much they know, and then you can um, slow down or you can stop before you proceed, proceed and um, then you will have a big problem at the end. So right. uh, helps you with the scaffolding, yeah? Of the yeah. That's great. Well, we really appreciate all your tips. I really like the one, the even the color strips. That'll be fun. I'm going to try that in my class. <laughs> the red, green, and yellow yeah. for mm -hmm. checking understanding. Uh, yes. So thank you so much for your time and sharing these tips with us. And we would love to have you join us in the future and hope to meet you in Florida one day. <laughs> so thanks for being a part of our podcast. Thank you very much for having me. I'm really happy to be here today. Okay, have a wonderful rest of your day. Thanks. Thank you, you too. Follow us on our website, ttelt.org for prior and new upcoming podcasts. Our Facebook, TTELT group, Instagram at t.ttelt and Twitter at ttelt1. Thanks for joining us today.